everyone. It is Dan and Elise here. Hello. With the Deep Life back for another segment. And I'm very excited to talk about this one, which was um, Dan's idea. And I feel like it's such a good one because we have this one conversation with a lot of friends and family clients. And uh, I will say, it isn't something that we thought of on our own. So we'll give credit where credit is due, but um, I'll have Dan kind of introduce the, the topic here. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited about this too, because it's a um, it's kind of a principle or an idea that has been incredibly liberating um, and just like empowering to yeah. me in my life. And I know it's helped you. It has helped me so much with understanding that I am not responsible for everything that I thought I was responsible mm -hmm. for with others. Yeah. So where you said credit, give credit where credit is due. This is one of the four agreements, which I know we've talked about on here before. It's such an incredible book. Um, but it's one of the agreements. I'm not sure actually which number. Do you know? Off the, uh, the, it's number? the second agreement. The second agreement yeah. out of the four agreements. Well, I guess before we jump into it, I'll say the four agreements okay. so that everybody keep knows. <laughs> so the four agreements is four principles to live your life by. It is a book that was written by Don Miguel Ruiz. And when I say this book changed my life, I think this was the first book that really mm -hmm. shifted my perspective on the way I thought, how I showed up in the world, how I speak to myself and others. And then it had such a liberation like like Dan mentioned it was so liberating to find out that the way that other people either spoke to me or their actions really had nothing to do with me so the four agreements are in in order the first agreement is be impeccable with your word the second agreement is don't take anything personally yeah, so this is the one we're going to really hone in on today. Yeah, and then the third agreement is don't make assumptions. And the final agreement, which is the fourth agreement, is always do your best. In whole, I mean, they're so good. The book, so simple. So simple, but so <laughs> profound. If anybody hasn't read this book, you know, Dan and I highly recommend it. It's absolutely beautiful. And what's so amazing about it is that it is short. <laughs> yeah. it, I finished it in a day within maybe a three, an hour of a span of three or four hours. I couldn't put it down. And I think you and I have read it both like multiple times. Yeah. The more we learn and grow and open our perspective on life, how we're showing up in the world, you know, trying to elevate our consciousness constantly, each and every time we've read it, it's brought new awareness to us in a different way. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. It's crazy for such like a short, simple book that's so easy to understand but then you can still go back every year and read it. And it's like, I never even thought of it like that. Like it, new things keep coming and new insights. And I feel like it just gets deeper and deeper, which, which I love. But um, yeah, so today we are going to talk about the second agreement and the idea of not taking anything personally. So like I said, these are very, very simple, but they can be a lot harder to actually implement and embody in your life 
than it is to just kind of understand it and comprehend it. But when you do kind of grasp it, like Elise said, it's, it's so, it's so liberating to know that what people are saying and doing to you really has nothing to do with you. And the, the point is every one of us, our entire life is we're just projecting what's going on on the inside out. So when somebody kind of uses like, we can say like attack words and like kind of comes at you with something, something really negative says mean things about you, just doesn't like you, um, whether it's to your face or behind your back, all they're doing is projecting their own kind of insecurities and their own just internal struggles onto you because it's, it's hard to judge yourself sometimes. Um, people don't want to be too harsh on themselves, but it's really easy to take the things that you don't like about yourself and go spot them in someone else and go judge that person. Yeah, we have a saying here in the United States. I'm not sure if anybody's heard it, but it goes like misery loves company. Mm. So if someone is miserable on the inside, they're going to just spew that misery out. And it can be contagious and infectious if you attach yourself to that energy. So this is kind of what the author, Don Miguel Ruiz, is saying. Like, you're agreeing to whatever this person is saying, you know, whether it be a miserable comment or they're calling you stupid or, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. That's such an embarrassing thing that you did. That That's an embarrassment. But what he's saying is the only reason you take it personally is if you agree with what they're saying. So it's like you've got to drop the taking things so personally and make the agreement to yourself to like love yourself mm-hmm. and realize that what they're speaking has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And it's so it's, much easier know, said yes. than done. Yeah. But we've been practicing it yeah. for nearly, you know, you you much longer than I have because Dan kind of pioneered yeah. this book. I, I tried to get her to read it a few times. He did. He she did. Quite get through it. He did. He he was he read this book. I mean, gosh, many 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 years ago, and said, "At least you got to read this book," and it was very heavy for me mm-hmm. to try to open and read and I just I wasn't ready for yeah. it and then one it's day it's so interesting how that happens yeah one day I said to myself okay I'm finally ready and couldn't yeah. put it down I, I read the entire thing because I resonated so much with it mm-hmm. and I think other people do as well because every single one of these agreements hits home in a certain area of your life yeah so you know don't take anything personally I mean I take things personally all the time. I'm much more able to recognize when something affects me or triggers me and away from someone speaking something else. Um, But this book has allowed me the opportunity. Like Mm -hmm. I said, it's it's liberating. I'm able to free my mind of real making the realization that, Oh my God, it's an attack against me. It's like, no, this poor person is attacking themselves. They're just spewing out their internal sadness, self-loathing, low self-worth out into the world to see who else it might affect. Yeah. And this kind of carries over. It's not just like, like I used personal attacks as sort of an example because it's so obvious, but this, this really carries over to everything in life. Um, So often like somebody could cut us off in traffic or something, something like that. And 
if we don't have this sort of awareness, our first reaction is like, I can't believe they did that to me. And we, we assume that everybody's out to get us and everybody's like doing things to us and that like the world is happening to us. Where when you can bring in this, this awareness that nothing is happening to me, it's happening for me to show me, to teach me lessons and show me, like at least said, like where there is something that's bothering me that's being triggered by somebody else, um, whether they say it or it's just like their behavior is very often triggering to us. But it can also, if when you don't have the awareness, and this is sort of what, what inspired the conversation. Um, so like as Lee said, we've been, we've been working on this for years. And then we were talking to somebody um, yesterday who mentioned like taking something, per- taking things personally. And it, Cause us both, we, we're both a little taken, taken aback a little bit, and we're like, "Ooh, let's let's dig into this because it's it's really interesting." Um, I guess because we have the awareness of it, like you said, like it still it still happens, it still bothers us, but we can kind of spot it and notice it. But in this conversation with someone who didn't really have the awareness that things aren't happening to them, they're happening for for them, um, she was kind of justifying why it was okay for her to be upset by somebody else's actions. And the point we really want to get across, which I think is really, really helpful, is that what that person is doing has nothing to do with you. But when you kind of stew on it and dwell on it and think about it, it ruins your day. Yeah, and you internalize it, Mm -hmm. it festers within you, and it becomes this this stagnant, awful, like, energy of thought form and thought patterns that continue because, like Dan said, this woman who we were having the conversation with, all she was doing was complaining and she was so upset. Her demeanor, Mm -hmm. it was bothering her so much. But if she had realized... And what we're hoping that, you know, we're planting the seed for everybody else to realize that anything anyone else does or says has nothing to do with you. Mm. It's almost like you can let that roll off your shoulders. And it's such a more calm, peaceful, lighter way to live your life as opposed to carrying someone else's burden. It releases you Mm -hmm. from having to carry someone else's negative thoughts on your shoulders. And that has been the most freeing thing Mm -hmm. ever. It's like, okay, I, when I'm triggered or I take something personally, like right now after working on, you know, myself for so long and knowing that this is something to help me, it's like a learning lesson. It's like, okay, I thank the universe for showing me that I am not fully Mm -hmm. integrated and healed in this aspect of my life. If something bothers me or I take it like really personally, it's like I'm able to then think about it, meditate, journal on it. Where is this stemming from? Where is this root of the one sentence or one circumstance coming from that I can work on releasing it from me. You know, I used to always take it very personally when people were not ready to make the changes within their diet Mm. that they needed to make coming to, you know, Dan and I as coaches. I always took that very personally. If I told someone, okay, it's it's most beneficial if you eat at this time, this, this, this. It is going to be 
very good and bring health and vitality to your body if you eat these certain foods and eliminate these certain foods. And I would get a lot of pushback and I would take it so personally mm -hmm. because in my mind I thought, okay, you, you have hired me as your coach. I'm telling you what to do, but you don't want to do it. And I took it to heart. I got so upset. I used to vent to Dan always about it. <laughs> but looking back at this, you know, years later, I understand that that had nothing to do with me. I'm informed. I know exactly how to help people in certain ways with their mindset around food, giving them the best recipes, the healthiest things to eat. It's all about them though. If they're not ready to implement the changes that I am suggesting to them, it has nothing to do with me. The burden lies now on them to make the changes. Yeah. It was just, I was only hurting myself taking it so personally. I, I love that example because it really is the exact same thing as how you reacted to the Four Agreements the first time you read it. Yeah, Where yeah, I'm like, yeah. I was like, you're gonna love this book. It's like, it's changed my life. And you got like, five pages into it maybe and I, I, don't, I think know. I got one yeah. page into and you're just like no credit. this is nonsense not for me and close it and it was literally like that wasn't that you hated the book it was that you weren't ready for the book and that's the same as like these clients they hired you but it wasn't that necessarily that they didn't trust you be or or they didn't not trust you because of you they just weren't ready to give up that aspect of themselves that they needed to give up in order to start eating healthy and stop making excuses and live the life that that they you know eventually want to live and do make these changes in their life but change is a difficult thing definitely um, and it can, there can definitely be some resistance there yeah the in the conversation that we were talking about um, that we had had yesterday that kind of inspired this talk, the the example that this woman gave was of like kind of a feud that she was having with like an, an old friend who they don't really get along anymore and she's, she's really upset and hurt by it. And the point, and this is kind of a, it was a good example because this, this woman can be mean and um, she tends to gossip a lot and it's like she's always in a fight with somebody and now it's like this time it's this this other woman's turn basically to be in a fight with her so kind of we were trying to get across and, and help help her realize is that this is just a pattern that keeps happening in this other woman's life because she's probably hurting really bad and she's miserable like nothing's ever good enough everybody she also perceives that everybody's out to get her that anything that isn't exactly how she wants it is an attack on her so what i was trying to say is this woman's opinion is always seeking out attackers so She's probably wrong and biased in all of these things. It's like we're saying, it's never, it's never anybody else's thing. It's just, it's her own internal struggle. So now that that was being turned towards somebody else, and it was the woman that we were, we were talking with, I was trying to tell her, like, clearly, like, we can't value this woman's opinion and put it over your own if we know that it's balanced if we know it's out of balance it's biased it's coming from a place of hurt and pain and looking for 
somebody to be the attacker so she can always be the victim. So it, to me, like, it, it doesn't make sense to allow, to take on that, like, poison and to allow that to become how you view yourself or to be upset about it because it has, like, it has nothing to do with her. It's just this other person projecting, projecting, projecting their own, their own misery and their own pain. And it, when you look at it that way, when, when you look at any of these, like, people lashing out as like, wow, they must be in so much pain that they're going to lash out that, that I didn't do anything mean yet. She's lashing out at me and projecting all this hate. She must have so much hate and pain built up inside of her. It becomes rather than wanting to defend yourself, you can see the, like there's empathy in it. And it's like, Oh wow. I thought I was in pain, but but this woman is in so much more pain than I am. So it really helps to change the perspective. And that's been huge for me, no matter what it is. Maybe it's like somebody in like the Instagram comments, like making fun of me it happens all the time. I'll post an Instagram video. Yes. And in the comments, some, somebody will have some, some wise remark or tell me I'm wrong. Some and of them it, are really mean. Yeah. Too. And some it's people taking, are really mean. Yeah. It's taken yeah. a really long time for both of us to. Yeah realize that these comments have nothing to do mm-hmm. with us, nothing to do with Dan. The, the, the Dan seems to get attacked much more because <laughs> of his physique. It's like, gosh, these people do not even know us and know mm-hmm. you. So, yeah. but, but, but this t- not taking anything personally has really helped. It's like offered us a level of sympathy. Yes. Yeah. And that's the same way. Like it, for, it used to hurt me really, really bad. And then I just, I kind of realized like, oh, wow, these people don't know me. They don't know what they're talking about. They're just upset. Like they saw a video of me telling people to exercise and it bothered them for some reason. So they lashed out and attacked me rather than focus on themselves where they're not, who they're not happy with. Yeah. And I think that it's been a wonderful to watch you, Dan, um, with your mindset because all Dan is, is pure light and love and he just wants to spread like health and wellness to the masses and then you get all these people who are like who does this guy think he is and and it's just like thank goodness that he's got this level of awareness because he's not taking on these comments or taking anything personally he's allowing those people to live their life and he's living his own continuing on the path of how can I do my best how can I share the knowledge that I have and just let these comments roll off of my shoulder so one of the um yeah one of the huge huge Mm -hmm. benefits of not taking anything personally and lastly as we wrap up here I think one of the one of the biggest things that has helped me to not take anything personally when speaking and having a conversation or a dialogue with either one person or multiple people is trying to really listen to the words that someone else is using. Words are so powerful and I'm hearing what people are saying. I'm trying to really hear what people say as opposed to in my mind trying to react or have Mm -hmm. a you know, oh, what am I going to say next to to what this person is talking about? Knowing that 
anything that anyone speaks about has more to do with them than me has allowed me to take my time and really listen to what that person is saying so that I can kind of decipher if they've got insecurities, if they've got some ter- some type of internal talk or dialogue that is coming out in this conversation that really doesn't have anything to do with me. So that now I'm able to respond in a different way as opposed to immediately react. Yeah. <gasps> the reaction comes from, oh my gosh, wait, this is an attack on me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. No, it's not an attack. They're just voicing their opinion, which is really an opinion about themselves. So how can I genuinely respond in a more loving way as opposed to attacking mm-hmm. in a reactive way? Yeah, that, that helps bring more curiosity into the conversation as well, because everything that they're saying is revealing something about them. So you can go into it almost like a detective and be really curious about like, oh, what is this person revealing to me about themselves so I can better interact with them. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that, like, just like you said, rather than be be worried about, like, how, how can I react to this so that I'm safe and defended and protected. Uh, yeah, sorry. Absolutely. And I was just going to say, everything is a lesson. Yes. If we can look as mm-hmm. at life as lessons, you know, I, yeah. I think Dan and I have mentioned on these segments before that we consider Earth to be school. We're here at, at Earth School and Earth School or Soul mm-hmm. School, as we like to, to say it, because everything that comes to us in the way of conversations, meeting people, any type of uh, work-related situation, like Dan saying, driving down the street, like these are all opportunities for us mm-hmm. to learn through life on how we can improve ourselves and how we can improve how we show up in the world. And the way that we show up in the world really is is just by working on ourselves. You know, I cannot change Dan. I can't change my neighbor. I can't change, you know, any of my family members or friends. All I can do is change myself. You know, I'm not going to go and try to change the person who's attacking me. I've tried to do that and it doesn't help. You can't change someone who, like Dan said, who is unaware or who who isn't ready to change themselves. The only thing that I can do is work on myself and change the way that I view everything coming to me as a lesson to learn through and grow within myself. That's the perfect place to end it, I think. Oh, well, thank you. Well, we hope that you guys found this segment useful. As always, Dan and Elise here from The Deep Life. We have our very own podcast called The Deep Life where you can listen anywhere on any platform, Apple, Spotify. We we put them on YouTube. And um, you can feel free to follow us on Instagram at The Deep Life as well. And feel free to follow Dan, Momentum Strength Wellness. That is still part of, you know, um, our company. Dan still coaches and helps people with all type of holistic lifestyle, food, workouts, and the social accounts for that. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, as well as YouTube are at Momentum Strength Wellness. And we'll talk to everybody very soon. Thank you as always for listening to us. Thank you.